0: And it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hello and welcome, this is to the Two Vets Talk Tigers. I'm
1: Robbie Anerton, I'm Dr. Robbie Tigers, and I'm joined as as I am every week by Dr. Lewis Richmond Tigers. Lewis, how you going, mate? I knew you'd have it lined up, I just knew it, so that's why... That's right, I had mate. to give it, you know, I mean, it's been a week, have you come down yet? A week? No, it hasn't, it's just you know, yesterday, wasn't it? Oh, it, oh we, it might have been yesterday that you watched the uh, watched the replay for the oh, eighth time. Five,
2: five times Yeah, so yeah far. five times, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, mate, very good. I'm, I'm do, on a massive high. Do,
1: do you still feel a little bit nervous when you're watching that first quarter, when, you know, they're still within three goals of you?
2: Yeah, there was, there was only one quarter of nerves, mate, which yeah, is, yeah. like, for a grand final, that's almost, you know, well, I've only been to a couple where the Tigers have been in it, but i yeah. heard of, you know, so.
1: <laughs> For, as a um, an independent it was um, yeah a, a pretty a pretty boring Saturday afternoon a but you yeah but if you're wearing black and yellow it was fairly uh, it was a bit of a yeah a bit of a love for you guys well, let's think I mean a couple of things first
2: thing is I went to a behavior night last night where we oh, had, yes you know some behavior trainers and stuff and we're talking about the podcast and they did say that we do talk a lot about footy on the podcast <laughs> and that they forward that bit. So, you guys, fast forward this bit. Fast forward just for a couple of minutes but, because Lewis has got yeah, something got, good to get I've off his chest. I got something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and we, um, and so I was at the game and, you know, watched the, watched the whole thing with April. Me and April managed yeah. to get tickets, which is fantastic. And it's the first, like, so I watched the whole game and just cheered the whole time. It was just awesome. And it wasn't until I got home and started talking to some of my mates. So I were like, that was the worst grand final. It was a route. It was really boring. I was like, my mate was like, you know, I left at three-quarter time. You know, I was like, what? We yeah. had the same game. I was, at? And I was like, I just looked back and went, oh, hang on. We did actually win really heavily. Really heavily. And, um, and uh, and there was just so many goals for Richard. And we were just cheering the whole time. It was just fantastic. Oh. It was an awesome atmosphere. Really good.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's... um. Had it been the Giants winning by you know ninety five oh. points, you know you, you could have heard a pin drop there because it would have been ninety five thousand people not wearing orange departing at three quarter time trying to uh, you know head to Swan Street for a beer. Oh, so exactly, and uh, there was I never doubted actually. It's the first time for a long time of doubt uh, haven't
2: doubted the Tigers winning. Yeah, and, um, never doubted them. But just as the first time went, I thought, imagine they lost and April's made all this effort because we had to sleep out. We, oh, oh not right, sleep out, not sleep out. We que- sorry, queued up from quarter to five in the morning oh, right. to get yeah. a ticket, to get in, to get a good seat, then to go home, have a sleep, then go back again. So it was just a really big...
1: Oh, wow. so you went in there lined up and then came back home yeah. again once you got your ticket.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. So you have to get a good seat and everything, so... Gee whiz. Yeah, but anyway, but mate, yes. there's something a little bit more important that's going on What's that? on today, mate. And look, I know, I know, look, I'll give you a choice. Oh, cats, okay. or, cats or dogs, mate? Uh, where, where are we going here? Let's go dogs. Go dogs. All righty. Sounds like the Australian National Anthem. is a special day. Oh.
1: Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> You're loving this thing having your little sound effects, aren't you? Yeah. Listen to that, mate. Oh, that's mate, great. I've got some local dogs around. Oh, did you? Just and got them all around? Little rendition. Yeah.
2: Happy birth. Oh, thank you.
1: Yes, it is. It is my birthday today. To you. Thanks, mate. 41 years young. You presented me with a. Uh, a thick shake with a donut sticking out of it, um, yeah, which is fantastic because we're we're actually uh, this is a, uh, a, a a super fresh podcast today. This is no uh, no pre record it's getting dropped on the day of recording. This so is live almost, live yeah, almost, exactly. yeah. Had you chosen cats though, mate? Oh, it's a bit more of a jazzy now, yeah, mate. Bit number. more yours, I thought. A Bit more of you. It's it's uh, this, this probably would be more, mate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, this is creepy, isn't it? <laughs> um, do you remember when we were doing the thing about you know how, whether or not uh, cats hearing other cats' noises helps to relax them or not? <laughs> I don't think cats would find that relaxing. No. I got a funny feeling the hackles would be up and they'd be they'd be woo- Walking up to Rawls, waggle on the tail, and you know, let letting loose. When reckon. I played
2: them, Olive she was gone, gone, gone taken the, the, off. The dog one gone. She, she
1: she didn't want to wait. Wish me happy birthday. No, she's not. No, she's a fickle creature. Mate. isn't she's Still she? asleep, I think. Actually. Oh yeah, <laughs> the only one in the family that is still asleep <laughs> on this early Friday morning. Yeah. yeah. Hey, now, now, one thing I did want to say because um, it's not something that you would have seen while you were at the grand final. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, while I was, and it's probably lucky for these guys that they put the ad on um, at, uh, yeah, at at quarter time back when there was still a modicum of interest in the game yeah. um I saw this ad running so you know um you know there's you know that they had the super bowl um uh, super bowl ads yeah so they pay lots and lots of money yeah. right yeah. I imagine that the Australian um the AFL grand final is not going to be as expensive <laughs> right but here's here's an ad right so we'll put the link up to this I'm not sure whether or not you're across this particular company but I saw this ad and I thought this is a pretty eclectic ad I wonder what this is all about so
2: So there's a big donut there, mate. Oh. Oh, so there's there's some dogs running around into a warehouse, is
1: it or something? Dogs running into a warehouse. This dog's running with a lead on, which is pretty dangerous.
2: Yeah. They're all running to a big donut. Oh. Right. It's it's a porthole. It's a porthole. So they're diving into the hole of the donut through a porthole. Is that like an inflatable donut from the pool, mate? Well, it looks like it, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, I think the girls are like that. It's a pink one now. Oh, they're coming out the other side now. And is it an ad for breath freshener? Well, at this stage, I had no idea they're what p- the hell was going on. They're picking donuts off the tree. Interesting music. Very narnia oh. Domuts, Domuts.
1: Wow. Domuts. So so Domuts were were advertised during the uh during the AFL Grand Final. I've gone, like literally I'm watching this ad Lewis going what in the bloody hell are these guys selling because it's like there's this weird music there's dogs running around in night and all of a sudden they're jumping out they've, they've gone through a portal of a donut into some weird dog world where there's a big statue of a dog up on the you know like pride rock style yeah. you know Yeah. so yeah donuts.
2: domuts mate domuts
1: now I have actually tried to email domuts and say hey now look we 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 do a podcast <laughs> <laughs> So now, now look. You know, we 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 Australia's highest rating. Uh, you know, a uh, 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 vets and pet podcast. We Two are indeed. Yes. Now, w- would you guys be interested in coming on board? And you know, and and uh, again. Heard crickets from, so I thought we'll oh. we'll send this out as a little taster, right? Yeah, have you got a toilet flushing instead of that. Yeah. yeah, instead. <laughs> of no, I'm working with it, Keep talking. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I'm hoping we can do, like after having mentioned them on the podcast, you send them through a link and say, now look, I've 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 mentioned you guys on the podcast, so yeah, you, know, you just just search for doughnuts uh, and yeah, uh, you know, so trying to get them a bit of publicity. I reckon we should be able to get a couple of half dozen, yeah, uh, you know, packs of half dozen donuts out. Now, what would you expect to pay, Lewis, for a half dozen pack of Dog donuts.
2: Uh, what? What are they made of? What exactly are we like? Are they? Uh, I'm glad you are Some asked. chewy sort of something or other. I'm Hang on, this might be the reply we'll get from the company. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah, I, frogs, not, but close. I, I'm. I'm not sure. I <laughs> well, it's a cricket one, but it doesn't really sound like a it cricket. Really sa- oh,
1: yes, it does. That exactly that's, like a that's cricket. Oh, wow. <laughs> did I find that one? <laughs> so here we go. So. um They've got their fantastic five donuts, right? So they're described on their website, donuts.com.au, as um high in deliciousness, huh? low in sugar, and Australian-made. These savoury dog treats are man's best friend, suitable for large dogs or small dogs with big mouths. So there's the tasty homework. History essay meets barking genius. A plus flavor. Oh, wow. There's the chewy tennis ball, which apparently is Federer's dog's favorite. There's <laughs> the golden frisbee, our spin on a classic. Ah, no, I like all that. Right. There's the <laughs> crunchy stick. Um, earthy notes throughout, topped with a crunchy pretzel stick. And the OG, where it all began, pink perfection. So for a six pack of of doughnuts, right, you can get.
2: So I reckon you'd be looking. I reckon you'd be talking four, four dot. They sound pretty special, mate. Maybe four dollars a donut. So what? is a twenty four by my calculation. Let's go twenty bucks for a pack of six.
1: Well, at at the moment they've got a a hit the hero half dozen nineteen ninety five. Right, half I mean, dozen six. Half dozen, half yeah, half go, hey? dozen yeah. six. Right. I think it. I was pretty close. No, That's pretty close yeah, too. Not, yeah. not bad. Yeah. And and apparently for the first three hundred they get um they've got free uh they got uh, free delivery too.
2: Wow! So well, I just put my order in, mate.
1: Oh, excellent! J- just, just putting my order through there. That was you pecking on the wall then for a minute. <laughs> um. So so while well, I'm going to sit here and enjoy my my human donuts. Yeah. You, know, you can get donuts, but I wonder whether or not they actually um had to think about different names. You know. And I was thinking, you know, do you go for dog nuts or you know, yeah, you know, the doughnuts is probably better. Don- donuts. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Don- it's donuts. a different one. It's interesting. Right. I, wonder, I wonder how they're going. So oh, that ad, that ad would have cost them a freaking bomb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And add on out and add on this would be much cheaper, much cheaper, donuts. Yeah, did, did you mention that? Well, I did. I said, look, if you're interested, send us Yeah, send us a line, and we'll send you a prospectus. But you know, I just want to try and see whether we can even get some donuts out of them. You <laughs> no, know, yeah, just a six That'd pack, be all right? Six, just a six a li- pack, mate, just a lazy six. pack That's right, and we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, and then we can go from there, Lewis Yeah, we can. We, that's
2: right. <laughs> we mentioned on the show. Send them the link to this show. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. just oh. have a listen. Uh, what, what's been happening in your world? Now, huh? Oh, a few things, mate. So uh, we we had a little a racing. Pigeon in at work this week Oh, excellent, the, the, fantastic Samari's favourite Right, someone brought in Yes uh, Like a homing pigeon Or a, uh, yeah, ra- racing pigeon yep. and, uh And, I don't know if you know, mate But with the racing pigeons They've got the rings on their legs yes. And there was a ring on the leg With a mobile phone number on there Oh, they've got a mobile number yeah. on there Yeah, right oh, Yeah, so we thought Oh, it's funny for the bird To have a, his own mobile But we'll give, give him a call Yeah So we, um I oh, rang, rang the number And uh, I think I had an answering machine And sort of left a message Oh we've got We've got one of your pigeons here I think You know yeah. uh, give, give us a call back And I thought Oh that'll be the end of it Won't hear from them You know whatever And then I get a call At the clinic From, uh, from Oh we'll change names From Pete Smith
1: For Pete Smith Pete Smith. Yeah. Now, Pete Smith from Channel 9 yeah, The voiceover yeah, yeah, guy That's right Yes Wow Yes
2: Thanks Pete Yeah <laughs> And uh, uh, That's not his real name <laughs> But hey This guy This guy He was the most Ocker Aussie bloke yeah. You could ever You could ever meet And he uh, got him on the phone, he goes, Oh going to oh, oh, uh, Pete, I got um you know, I think we got one of your pins, He goes, Oh, oh wow, yeah, oh, oh mate, yeah, oh, well I'm in Adelaide and of course we're in Melbourne. Yes. And uh, you know, seven hundred kilometres away. Yes, yeah. And I said, oh, you know, I think I think one of your birds has, has left the flock, mate, and, and come he goes, Oh, well, you know, I, I don't fly the east-west line. Right, oh, the east west line, Pete. Yeah, what's that? Well, east west line. That's that's Melbourne to Adelaide, mate. Oh, I don't, I don't fly that line. We fly the north south line, right? From Adelaide to Cooper Pedy. I was going to say Cooper yeah, or Cooper something Pedy, like that. Yeah, yeah right. 800, 800, 850 k's north. Yes, they they fly that line. He goes, oh, I wouldn't do the east west line because over the Adelaide Hills there are falcons and they'll take them, and I don't like to stress my birds apart oh. from making them fly <laughs> yeah, from, right. from 800 Cooper K- eight
1: hundred ks. <laughs> k's from the from the
2: opal mining
1: capital. Yes. Australia. Yeah, well known for all its trees and uh, you yeah, know and cloud cover and not not being the hottest part yeah, of the world where the humans have to live underground. Yeah, not, not many cook, cook pigeons in uh, that That's way. That's right,
2: yeah. <laughs> and and he's oh yeah, I wouldn't oh, I'd like to stress him going over those Adelaide Hills with those falcons, mate. And I was like, Oh, okay, yeah, right. Because you know, I'm a I'm a lover, I'm a bird lover, Lewis. I'm a bird lover. And I was like, Oh, okay, right, yeah, you Now, now oh, about your birdie, yeah, I've been I oh, look oh, it's a bit far for me to come pick him up. I was like, Fair enough. You know, I was like, well, how did he, how did he get to me? You know, he goes, oh, well, probably what's happened. you know, when they're young, you know, and they're in their, their flock, they kind of fly away and someone else might pick them up. And unless they're winning the races, they don't check the bands on them so they won't realise they've got mine in their flock. So it's like, oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, you explained that well enough. Now, I've been talking to, you know, emailing a few mates to get someone to come down and pick it up. I'm a bird lover. I'm a bird lover, Lewis. I, you know, I love my birds. And, I, and I, I said, oh, well, look, unfortunately, Pete, this, this one, he's not doing well, mate. I yeah. think he's an older bird or he, she, not sure. Yeah. Our older bird, and um, and you know, there's not a lot of meat on the brisket. I think think it's quite exhausted. I I think it's old. It's quite sick. Unfortunately, I think we're going we're going to have to euthanize it. Oh, knock it off! Knock it off, then. Yeah, yeah. Knock, knock it on Fantastic. the head. Fantastic! Knock yeah. it on the head, Pete. Oh, don't, no worries, Pete. Your bird, lo- B- bird, bird lover, bird, bird lover, bird lover, Only for a very short fuse. <laughs> yeah, yes, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. briefly while he was going to take the bird back. Yeah, but then when it was unwell, yeah, knock it on the head, Lewis. Yeah,
1: yeah. so there you go, mate. Right. Um, East West Line. Did it have a race ring on it as well as its normal ring? Yeah, So, so two it had a little rubber ring.
2: Two rings. Well, it had three rings, but two were on the leg.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One was under the tail. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Nice one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One,
2: one cloaca.
1: Yeah. Because if you um, do you know how they how they do one things for or, or at least how they used to uh, no. with pigeon races. Your dad was into it, wasn't and he? My dad was into yes. it. Yeah, yeah. So, so I knew you would be the man to so, ask. So when the pigeons are young, they've got the little baby, um, they put the little ring on their legs. So you've got this little tiny bird with this massive big ring dangling yep. around on its yep. leg. It's, and it's only a certain um, like point of where you can get the ring over before their feet are too big to actually get them over. Yes. So then if you can't get the ring on, then you can't fly your pigeon because it can't then be registered. But when it then goes for a race, they put a little rubber ring on and and so the rubber ring has then got its uh, a number that is allocated to that pigeon. So then, you know, like your mate, uh, you know, Pete Smith, right? Yeah. So they all go get put into a big truck. off Here in Melbourne, they often fly from like Avenal or other places like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So they all go out there. They, they go to the pigeon club that, where they get their race ring on. Then someone comes around and picks up all the pigeons from the pigeon clubs and then drives it up to where they're going to release. Yeah. And then they, at 5 a.m. or whatever the next day, release all the birds. Yeah birds then fly around and they start heading home and so where the pigeons are at the um at the properties they've got this thing called a called a race clock now the race clocks or at least this is the way it was done 20 years ago it might have changed now in the digital age that's right technology change yeah was it an analog clock mate it was yes (laughs) um Pigeon racing, though, so it probably hasn't changed that much. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's let's be frank. You There's know, not a lot of money. Not a lot. Not a huge amount technology? of money. No. Yeah, yeah. So um, so what would happen is um, on the day the on the day of the race, the pigeon um uh racers, the trainers would be sitting out there looking up in the skies, and they'd have their little fantail pigeons in their hands, right? So the fantail pigeons are ones that because if ever you've seen pigeons flying around a coop, that they'll keep sort of flying around until they see one pigeon land. Oh. So oh. if they see one pigeon land, then that means that the rest of them will all come in because they go, oh, there's home. It's like yeah, it's so like the leader, exactly. the leader of the pack, yeah, right? Yeah. That's so, the fantail, is it? Or, or the fluffer, depending on what you do for entertainment, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. because they got the big fluffy tails, yeah, you know, the big fan of course, tails, yeah, you know? yes. So so you're standing there with the fan tail, and you're looking around, and you're seeing a, you're looking for pigeons flying around up in the sky. Then you release your fan tail down comes the pigeon and then you've got to try and corral it in there and you've they've got then the one way door so that you can go through the door you can't get yeah, out yeah. you've got to get in there get the ring off get it inside the clock and turn it and then it locks right <laughs> and so because the race clock so you is, drop the little ring in the clock drop the little plastic ring in the clock and then turn it and then that locks it at the time wow and so that then that way it records what time the ring's gone in and then you go back to the club and everyone takes their race clocks in, um, you know, the pigeons all stay at home and like yeah, whether or not they get taken by the Falcons over the Adelaide Hills or whatever, you know. But the fluffer fine.
2: encourages them to come in, to, to fly come in. come into yeah. the little because box. Because
1: time's, time time's money went in the pigeon racing industry, Lewis. <laughs> yes. And they don't it's... land and they don't land hard. They drop the
2: little ring in and drop click, locks you it. You've
1: got to have your little stick there to get the ring in because if you click it over and there's no ring in there, then you've muffed it all oh, up.
2: Oh, yeah. And
1: I'd love to say that there weren't Saturdays where my brother and I weren't out there looking for. Dad's bloody pigeons while he was away on race. No, nah, fair income. Yeah, we were there. We actually won a race for him one day. We're wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you mean looking
2: for them? What they don't come to you? How, what do you mean? I know you, but
1: you got to be out there looking. You know, looking at the skies because you know if you walk in and there's a pigeon that's been sitting there for 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. You got
2: you to sit outside the coop waiting. Yeah, you've holding the fluffer. Waiting.
1: So you got to know that. Okay, well the wind conditions. They should be here in you know. <laughs> Five hours So if they've been released At 5am we are going to be out there At 10 Waiting to waiting to release them so Wow
2: We should do a whole podcast On this mate Sounds I think fantastic. we just have <laughs> yeah.
1: And so they next <laughs> right, right, If you want to get us on TwoVetStorePets At gmail.com Just when you thought Us talking football Was boring Racing pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> And thank you very much to our Patreon subscribers, <laughs> and welcome to all our new listeners from the Behaviour Group last night.
2: I hope you really enjoying the talk about dog trading and behaviour. Yeah, 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 and, and how the,
1: and how to extrapolate that into pigeon racing,
2: <laughs> That's right? Well, hopefully you've learned something, everyone.
1: And, and, and domats, <laughs> yeah. It's been a good chat. It's oh, been, we've had some
2: tunes, we've had some footy, some racing pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should move on to will we move on to thanking Zilke.
1: Why not? Let's do uh, it. Sponsor yeah. and also I, I can
2: have some more birthday thick. Yeah, shape. get into yeah. the thick shape, mate. And uh, also Sonatix. New ear ointment brought out by Vedicinol, our sponsors. Oh, yes. uh, have you, has Anthony come in and done a little demo for you, mate? She hasn't.
1: No, we've just got dogs walking around with mucky ears left, right and centre oh. because it's springtime, Lewis. So I keep waiting to come in and have the, uh, have the talk. i
2: tell you what, she did a good little demo. Got four, uh, four ear cleaners that we regularly use at the clinic. Yeah, Got some ear wax. I'm not sure where she got that from. <laughs> But we'll get into that at another time. Maybe nice. she's been collecting it. I don't know. I could
1: have collected some of the stuff that they got out from me at, uh, in, in in Fiji. A little yeah. bit
2: of pawpaw, mate. Just out of the ears? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, Is oh, that no, what
1: no, no, this wasn't Pawpaw No, poor not as hairy as what came out of my ears. <laughs> oh, so let's not. Oh. <laughs> and, it's my birthday, mate. So they're all grey too. It was terrible. <laughs> let's not listen to. Don't let's
2: stop listening, everyone. I mean, keep listening. <laughs> it gets better. And so, thank you very much, you guys. She did a great little demo with the the uh, some ear cleaners we use at work. Little bit we earwax, and the one that dissolved the ear wax was the sonatic. So, oh, it looks there like you a go. Really good products. Haven't had to use it too much yet. Yeah. It's just come out, but it looks like a fantastic product for those dirty ears. Nice Nice one. And also, we want to thank our Patreon supporters. Thank yes. you guys. We really appreciate your support. And if you want to support us on Patreon, if you want to make a donation to keep our podcast going, yes. uh, look for Two
1: Vets Talk Pets um, on Patreon.com. We'd love to have you on board. You get some exclusive stuff and some, uh, you know, that warm, fuzzy feeling of knowing that uh, you're one of the ones that help us uh, keep the lights on. So
2: Fantastic. Yeah. Now,
1: moving on from your, your, your
2: fluff of pigeons, mate, yeah. I've got an article here from. Uh, from news.com.au. Yeah. Fire sparks mass explosion of semen at cattle breeding centre. <laughs> <laughs> now, if we're not going to get some mileage out of racing pigeons, sure, Robbie's lost it. He's coughing away. He's got a bit of that donut oh. stuck, the doughnut we- stuck. <laughs> He, uh, oh, so gee,
1: I had no idea what this story was I, going to I entail. I purposely didn't put that in, mate, because oh, I thought he's, he's going to lose it. going to the running sheet. Yeah, yeah. Thousands of dollars'
2: worth of bull semen has been destroyed after a <laughs> cattle building exploded in fire. Oh,
1: imagine you have to ring up the insurance company on that. Yeah.
2: Emergency services were called to, uh, to Yarram Herd Services in Gippsland, Victoria. Yarram? Th- yeah, I know Yarram. Yeah, about 3am, where 100 cryogenic cylinders containing cattle semen exploded in the blaze. <laughs> It took 10 fire crews tr- more than I'm th-
1: trying to come up with some witty ripartee that doesn't sound absolutely just disgustingly it took, horrible. It took 10 fire
2: crews more than 2 hours to contain the fire at the building which is a cattle breeding cer which which is a cattle breeding service. Yarram Herd Services committee vice chairman Aaron Thomas said the loss would be a huge blow <laughs> for farmers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> An explosive blow, yeah, yeah with yeah. the
2: cylinders worth between five hundred and a thousand dollars each. How's right. that? Right, wow. Uh, we're coming into the artificial. Uh, are are we? We, we? Yeah, we're coming into the artificial AI season. Sorry, artificial insemination or AI season? Yes. So there would have been substantial amounts of semen inside the tanks that we've lost. We've been storing it up all winter <laughs> yes, like chipmunks. Right. We've been hibernating on this stuff. <laughs> That that we've lost which was owned by our local farmers and it can range in value from five dollars per straw to ninety-five dollars per straw. Right. Not notwithstanding the millions of lives that may have been lost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Of millions of, of, of untapped potential lives. I may be editorialising oh, a little I'm bit sure. one. Okay, right. Yeah, you just put, just put a little bit of mayo on that, did yeah. you, mate? Just add a little bit extra yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: That's what he told the ABC. Okay, right. A lot of farmers would have semen stock in the building, in those tanks, preparing for, uh, for artificial insemination. So we've got that plus all of our herd testing equipment that was in there as well. So this is significant damage and is going to have a flow-on effect on Yarram, especially after the drought, right? That Yarram Districts experienced over the last twelve months. Are there any females in Yarram? Is that what he's saying? I that, think, oh, that must be. Yeah, yeah, yeah must yeah, be yeah. No yeah.
1: female cows. Yeah, it's called Farmer Wants a Wife. That's a problem out there. <laughs> yeah, there's no fe- <laughs> bull wants <laughs> a cow. Yeah,
2: bull wants a cow. That's right. <laughs> it's going to be a real blow for
1: sure. Oh no!
2: Aaron's onto it. There, he knows oh, He's all over. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Could we get I'm any? Trying more to juvenile. Keep, I'm trying to keep it PG. Oh, no. C- CFA District 10 commander Chris Loshenko said there was nothing salvageable. <laughs> Investigators are determining the cause. I was going
1: to say, you know, Is there any uh, any talk that it's, uh, you know maybe, uh, you know the the same terrorists that were involved in uh, you know, the cows with guns uh, oh. sort of deal? You know, well, like,
2: uh, I think it's a it's a stiff it's a stiff case to crack, mate. I think, oh, is st- it? Yeah. Stiff nut to crack that one. Fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah. It's a, a difficult case.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alrighty <laughs> They're hoping to get the perpetrators on ice. Yeah, we yeah, go nice. all, day, all day, mate. All, all day, yeah. all day, like a lumberjack. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, alright uh, come on give us something before we get stuck um, in this <laughs> 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 um, so we uh, I, up I, I saw on,
1: um, on on ABC abc.net.au um, a thing about dogs will eat anything as owners of pet who swallowed cement render learn whoa the hard way <laughs> <What is> this <laughs>
2: it's got a bit of a theme this podcast it sure does yes, yeah. it does seem to
1: um so, um, forget toy sticks or your fa- so. This is from. Uh, this was written by um, Kathy Sunstrom um, on ABC Sunshine Coast. Um, forget toy sticks or your favourite pair of leather boots. Duke, the miniature American Shepherd, has upped the ante when it comes to weird doggy snacks. He eats cement. And while the cement may have been a soft, powdery substance when Duke licked it up off the ground, that changed once water was added. The dog's owners, Rochelle and Matthew Thornton from Diddlebar on Queensland Sunshine Coast, first became aware something was amiss when Duke started vomiting last week. Miss Thornton thought she might be overreacting because he's still a young dog. He just turned one and knows that puppies eat spewing things that upset the stomach. Eat spew and things. Yep, spew and things. <laughs> spew and things. Yep.
2: I, I like that's know what spew is. What are things? What are what's a, and things? Everything else. But what do you group in with spew? <laughs> is it spew. things?
1: Carrots. <laughs> yeah.
2: <You know? laughs> the carrots. carrots. The, carrot, the carrot gland. The carrot gland. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. But that's got, in the spew. Uh, it, it is. I've got. I've got another little story about the carrot land coming up. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, but when Duke's vomiting appeared to be getting worse, a couple took him to their vet, Doctor Dan Capps, who felt uh, something hard. In the dog's stomach um, Right So they took an x-ray Right And there's Ooh. the x-ray Of where they've got yeah with uh, Something in there Have a look at that Big red arrow That they've got on the x-ray So I think that must have been The, the cement render That's gone in there And just turned into A big red arrow On the black and white x-ray That's impressive
2: so, To be able to get that down And face in the right direction too
1: Absolutely And to have it actually Pointing right at the foreign yeah, body I mean incredible. that's great you know? We should
2: talk to Dr. Caps
1: Yeah and see Capps? Where, 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 where Caps Caps Dr. Caps Yeah yeah. yeah. Try, try and work out Where he gets These bright red uh, And look at this now, they are they're all in matching clothes too. Oh, you know? and, and, the nice and the and the owners are in the same same outfits. The, oh. the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, it's that kid oh
2: it's not kendone. It's like uh, Ken, it could be Kendone. I, I, I,
1: I can't Kendone it either. So. <laughs> See what oh, I did there? I need to be, we, it we wasn't can. great. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah I'm Working bumps. on it. There you go, there you go. I'm here uh, a week. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so yeah, they went in there and they actually found that, um, that it was a whole lot of concrete render that the dog had eaten any, um, in its tummy. I thought they had a picture of it, but they don't. Um, so, so yeah, so that was pretty nuts. They had to go in there and try and pull it out with, uh, with, with some forceps. Now, um, also on the foreign body front. So then on, there was a, um, another story here, um, uh, a related story, and this is uh, this is interesting because this was actually a vet that I met a couple of years ago at a conference um, who, who did this one. Shelby the spaniel. This is from ABC News he, as well he, by Helen Frost.
2: He wasn't the vet you asked to do the podcast before me, was he? Just, uh, he uh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he
1: asked he asked for too much money. He did. Yeah. <laughs> money. money. I didn't money. know there was money. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I said I know I've got a guy that can do it for a lot cheaper than that. <laughs> yeah. You know? What's he'd cheaper just, than he'd, zero. Can just give me a donut on my birthday? Yeah. <laughs> donut in a thick um, shake. Um, Shelby the spaniel survives after eating a bag of heroin. Found buried in an Adelaide park. <laughs> and so I was what? only going to oh, talk about.
2: Oh, buried in inverted commas. Buried, yeah. Mm, so sure. I was
1: only going to talk about the concrete render until I thought, hang hey, on, I think this one's actually a better story. So like, we'll talk about the concrete to then get us there. All right. We've so, had
2: a story about sex. Yes. Let's talk about drugs. So,
1: drugs. And where's the rocket? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. coming. Yeah, a curious dog has had a lucky escape after swallowing a bag containing a deadly drug found buried in an Adelaide park. Oh, yeah. Shall, oh, That's wait. what the owner said. Yeah, wait till <laughs> you see the owner's turn <laughs> <laughs> Shelby, a 16-month-old Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, often enjoys walks at the local park. Oh, of course. Yep. No. However, six weeks ago, owner Dennis Parslow said a weekend walk at the park quickly became a $4,000 exercise. We were going back inside. I noticed Shelby had something in his mouth, and it was rather large, so I challenged him, and all of a sudden challenged. he swallowed it. Yeah. Are you taking drugs? <laughs> no! This is an intervention. <laughs> Are you an addict? Oh I don't know i oh. We were going back inside and I noticed Shelby had something as I uh, uh yeah, so challenge him. We went back inside and he was fine. We went down to the beach that evening having a great time and when we got back to the car he was totally flat and wouldn't jump out of the car. They were having a great time at the beach. Yo. Yeah. Right. Another yeah. another another beat there's another drop off point, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> His eyes just weren't fixing on anything and we didn't know what was happening at the time. But certainly, in fact, he was just in a total state of haze in his eyes as well as not eating and drinking. Uh, On Monday, Mr. Parzo and his wife, Kathy, thought Shelby was getting worse. He had started vomiting and looked like he was in pain, so they took him to the Torrens Road vet clinic where he was treated for gastro. However, the symptoms grew worse, and they took him back the following day for x-rays. Vet Dr. Jenny Weston uh, said she was worried after the x-rays failed to show anything, so she asked whether she could operate, which was lucky because the bag had caused um, pain but hadn't completely burst, so we were able to get the heroin out. (laughs) Mr. Did and Mrs. Parslow said they were in total shock and they couldn't, could not believe what happened. We were just thankful that it was identified and it had been removed and he was going to be okay, Mr. Parslow said. I sort of shrieked because I thought, oh my goodness, they'll think we're the culprits and we're doing illicit drugs. Here's the Parslows. And, uh, <laughs> that absolute Monty's for yeah, heroin dealers. Yeah, you some, know, they're Walter
2: Whiting. It some some boomers, mate. Some, uh, some, they've uh, got to
1: pay for the pay for the, uh, re- the retirement, retirement and
2: the RSL uh, uh,
1: counter lunch. Well, in, interest rates are dropped down so low, and they're trying to they're trying to set themselves up before the next global financial the investment crisis.
2: property. You know, exactly yeah. right.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> but but they were
2: saying, look, I don't know where that came from, but if we could just uh, have that back, Had that back, yes, yes, yeah. Just yeah. if you just wash that off, yeah. Um. Because we we were just uh. We we were just at home and there was just... We heard some noises. Oh, yeah. and, and we were just about... It's just down the park. We were just about to... <laughs> and, and the dog
1: swallowed it all And then up.
2: suddenly the dog's...
1: Is, Yes, oh, you're going right. you can do multiple ones at a time. Look at you go. Oh, mate, you like
2: know, a juggle. Mate, I'm on fire. I was pleased I finally got a use
1: for that one, though. That's good to have a use.
2: Um,
1: oh, I've done two. <laughs> oh, hey, they, they, set, they set the whole squad down. <laughs> um, so they had to treat this dog with Narcan and all that sort of right. stuff because some of the heroin was... L- was leaking out Yeah, so, yeah. Gee that's, that's a good one
2: So, so there you go so, That's much better than the concrete one
1: Yeah I know yes, <laughs> I'm glad I read the little The little side one there <laughs> r- Related articles uh, Other articles you might be interested in Yeah yeah Dogs eating heroin yeah. I'm, I'm interested yeah. in dogs eating heroin Funny
2: enough When I was looking up racing pigeons There was nothing Nothing
1: They only use the little baggies For the pigeons So they can fly them Across the Adelaide Hills
2: Yeah oh, okay Yeah, yeah but
1: that's, that's They're the ones you've got to watch When the pigeons are, pigeon races Are doing the east-west run Yeah They're the ones that are trying Trying to fly it from Melbourne into into Adelaide. Uh, so under the
2: little rubber band, they got a little baggie of, of stuff. they you think, I- mate. Exactly. Little, yeah. They, pigeon.
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 And so they've just got to wait until they get there, and when that comes out, then they get the little baggie of the of the oh, heroin. Oh, yeah. well, it's probably like
2: I didn't look up like fluffer pigeon. I don't know what it would go if I. Not great. you'd like
1: to watch as well as. <laughs> uh, that, I <laughs> I I is, are good. you interested in this related <laughs> article? No. No. no I, I am no, not No. Thank you. Children, move away. What yeah, are you What are you looking at there? Says Deb. I'm just deleting my my search history here. Carry pigeon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just about just about an
2: explosion in a factory. Yeah. <laughs> now I've got uh, one more article. I Think yeah, we go we got a bit of time. Uh, this is uh, now in Victoria, mate. Yeah. And uh, it's spring here, uh, or spring in Australia, I suppose. Spring in the southern hemisphere, let's say. Yes. Um, and it's magpie season. It, it is, isn't yes. it? Now with um, I was I was I was actually having a look, mate. Trying to find. This is the closest I got. Yeah that's, that's a crow. crow. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, not a yeah. magpie. Yeah. So I was trying to I was
1: trying, ogle, to, bugle, trying bugle, to
2: get a relevant um uh, something that was relevant and all, all I could find when I was searching was
1: I love it when Collingwood choke It's football's greatest <laughs> They've said I shouldn't play this <laughs> They've lost more grand finals It's very petty <laughs> Very petty That's the only I thing on Bagpies I could Colin find right. So petty Typical Deadpool Typical Richmond They've supporter <laughs> Typical <laughs> Richmond and supporter And welcome to call our new listeners We're back call on football We're back on football again, again. <laughs> Yeah yeah We have to do like what Will Anderson and Charlie Clawson did And come up with our own um Footy podcast as well Oh yeah They get two guys one cup Yeah because they All their Bofop stuff was taken on too long oh. with, uh, with footballs, had to get their own football the podcast. No,
2: no one wants to listen to us talk footy, mate. No, <laughs> only us, really.
1: Want people barely about. want to listen to us talking about pears. Yes, so gonna... <laughs> no, we've got good listeners We've I mean, got great that. listeners. We love you yes. all. Yes. Yeah, you're Thank all terrific. You yeah. So it's magpie season. And just make sure your dogs don't eat the heroin bags. Yes,
2: it's right. It's magpie season. And magpie season, what happens is the magpies are nesting. They've got yes. nestlings in the nest. They're very protective of their nest, and when people walk past the nest area, they swoop down and either peck or grab with their, uh, their, I was going to say talons, but claws <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, with their feet um, and give people quite a fright and be quite nasty. And this article um, is related to that. So yeah, this right. is from the Age newspaper, a little bit more serious than just a peck on the head. Cyclist dies after swooping magpie causes bike crash. Oh, gee whiz. Oh, I know, terrible. Witnesses reported the 76-year-old man was riding a bike on an off-road path that runs on the length of Woonoona Beach and Nicholson Park in Sydney shortly after 8am when he swerved off the path to avoid the magpie. He then collided with a fence post and was thrown from his bike, police said in a statement. Isn't that terrible? And going along with the theme of our podcast, mate, this podcast, despite wearing a helmet, Mr. Seaman suffered serious head injury. (laughs) <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Would you oh. believe it? Oh, when oh. I was reading, I was like, "How could this be?" This whole podcast. Oh. The poor guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, after follow up from the explosion, uh, I wonder if the same journalist from the, from the explosion is going to put oh. some double entendre in yeah, there. D- d- yeah. He suffered serious head injuries and was treated at the scene before being flown to St. George Hospital in a critical condition. Unfortunately, he died on Sunday evening. Gee whiz. Witnesses told Nine News the magpie was sweeping in another cyclist when Mr. Seaman became distracted and ran off the path. Oh, no. Which local residents say is a notorious spot for magpie attacks. Yeah, right. Nathan Foster, whose wife was the cyclist but being attacked, said his eyes were off the track because he was concerned about the magpie sweeping down on him. And he just went over the fence and sustained some... And sustained some pretty bad injuries. She whiz. The tragedy must have been travelling at at pace too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tragedy has reignited debate about the management of aggressive magpies during swooping season. Yes, and yep. this is a big thing. A lot of people say, "Oh, you know, you've got an aggressive magpie there. You should cull it. You know, you should yeah should get rid of it." But it's a normal behavior yeah, yeah. for a magpie to be protective and it's not really the magpie's fault i mean it's unfo- really unfortunate that's happened yeah yeah it's not like the magpie actually killed the cyclist yeah, in yeah, own, yeah. like uh pecked him to death or yes you know, yeah is yeah. an accident on his bike sort of thing and and unfortunately uh, yeah, that that was his demise and the, this is a problem for the council. Council doesn't not usually take action to remove or destroy magpies. The usual procedure is to signpost known risk areas, as birds are generally only aggressive for four to six weeks per year. Yeah. Wollongong Lord Mayor Gordon Bradbury said magpies were a protected species in the state and were part of the natural environment, and there were no plans to remove the bird involved with Sunday's tragedy. People can report, report sweeping birds, and council can install signage. We don't want people to become vigilantes and remove the birds. Yes. Mark Lowry, Dr. Mark Lowry, Chief Executive of the Sydney University Veterinary Teaching Hospital, said it was pretty much impossible to stop magpies from aggressive swooping once they have learnt the behaviour. Yeah. It's a repeat behaviour from individual birds, not the whole magpie clan, he said. Right. Certain birds learn to attack, and it's probably like the barking dog with someone walking past the property. Because the people go away when they bark, they think they've been successful. Yes. So that sort of reinforces the behavior. So I guess the cyclist was going to ride past anyway. The Absolutely. Birds like, but if I give you a peck, hey, they went away. That worked yeah, really yeah. well. I,
1: I'm doing the right thing here.
2: Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to do that again next time. The best thing to do to protect yourself against sweeping magpies is to avoid areas yes where they're known to be sweeping. Especially if you've been attacked in that spot before,
1: um, and the, you see people riding around with the like the cable ties on their heads and things like that, I don't think that really does anything, does it? Does D- doesn't work, mate. I mean, yeah. you think
2: about, uh, you know, birds can fly into a tree full of twigs, yes. and land on a small branch and not get poked in the eye. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure a couple of twigs sticking
1: up off the top of your helmet, oh, off a fluorescent, um, yeah, stack hat, yeah, is mate. probably not gonna not, uh, cu- not, not not gonna do that much. Um, yeah, one thing that I've found really interesting. Now we've we've moved into the new house, um, and I was actually um, talking about this with um, with a client the other day. They were saying about, oh, oh, my dog's waking up really early at the moment. And I said, oh, they would probably just get ready for daylight savings, you know. <laughs> Um, and I said, look, because you know, it is getting lighter, you know, um, yeah. and so the birds are waking up, and the amount of magpies that I'm hearing making noise at like four thirty and five o'clock in the morning, it is incredible. You know, what I mean, it's probably just being at a new place where you know there's a, a different trees and where the magpies are actually living. But you know, there, there's actually be something there where there's a lot of people that are going to be, um, you know, a lot of the dogs are going to be waking up for all the extra noise yeah, that's well, around so in it their must, environment. Must
2: be real tree change you've had, mate, from that moving seven hundred metres. Down in the, in the city to the outer suburbs, is Yeah, it? Yeah, With yeah, The magpies now. You, you're a real
1: tree hugger now, mate. Oh, you're absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got. I've had to cross two roads to get to. <laughs> yeah, to get between houses, mate. But it's the insane. birds are different. Seven hundred meters away. Seven hundred meters away. That's yeah, I, th- I think it's. Um, yeah, the. Uh, yeah, now I'm in the in the the green zone. The, the green zone. The, the, green, g- zone, the, green, the, zone, the green wedge. Yeah, the calm <laughs> air. The sound of the birds travels a lot more, Lewis oh, So so it's great. The yeah.
2: open paddocks. It travels over the open paddocks. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good So there you go mate So magpie season Just avoid them Avoid, I don't think there's avoid Watch any No Sometimes people put big eyes On their helmets too oh, I okay I don't think that works either No no uh, no I don't, I don't think so uh,
1: But just be thankful That you've got a helmet Yeah well that's right if it's, Yeah How going to Help your head If you hit the ground Chances are it'll help you If you, your know, magpie you know, Peck you on the head too Yeah
2: yeah Well I'm not sure If Mr Seaman was, was wearing a helmet No No had some protection on his head? Yeah, maybe yeah, not. No. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Disclaimer time. <laughs> yes, definitely. All advice on the show is generally nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up to date information. But as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we've missed anything or if you require any clarification.
2: Yeah. Moving house, mate. You you have. We just mentioned you move. It's moved. Moved house. Moved house. Moved house. Yes. You're out in the burbs now, and the, yep. and the leafy green areas. The, yes. The, yeah. With the all the
1: magpies, warbling magpies, Woggle woggle foodle nardle doodle. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And the wombats. Yep. and, oh, the, and the and the and the and the, and the, uh, the possums and the you know yep, some yep, yep. yeah maybe maybe a wallaby maybe oh, I don't know. Sweet. You know no, no on oh sweet. Yeah. There's oh. no wallabies. Yeah. No.
2: Wallabies in the footy. Yeah. In the rugby. And the rugby. Yeah. Good. what's right? It's rugby. Let's talk rugby. Let's talk rugby. Why not? Let's talk about something we really don't know much about.
1: <laughs> right. Um so I thought um you know I'd sort of tap your brain as being the the behavioral guru that you are and see whether or not you've got any um any any tips on what I could have done better with moving uh moving the animals sure. know, so the cats and um, cats and Rosie across to the new house so um so Rosie's pretty anxious at the best of times she yep. is a whippet so yep. you know that's to be expected um so what we did for her we started her um yeah we started giving a little bit of Zilkeen, sort hey. of so L- Leading up to the trip, yes. um, but then also with when we were moving. So yeah, so on the day we had lots of um, lots of boxes and all that sort of stuff. We had the removalist guys coming, and so we actually got some um, got a little bit of uh, medication for her, a little bit of trazodone yep. just to help to try and take the edge yep. off her. Um, and we've just been sort of slowly transitioning her into getting used to being outside. Yeah, because we know that inside she can't escape. And also we're renting too. So, yes, we've got to make sure that we don't, um, you know, hi, hi to the landlords if you're out there listening. <laughs> the animals we are have all living a, outside. They're living at Lewis's at the moment. That's right. I've just come here to go and see them. Yes, while I'm, we're just you know, talking here. a hypothetical that you had dogs in the rental. if we had dogs and, and, cats. and cats in the rental, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a vet.
2: There's no way I have animals. <laughs> not at all. Yes. Not not at all, no. Sign right here, Dr. <laughs> Doctor Anderson. Yeah, it'll be
1: fine. Yeah, welcome back, Mr. <laughs> Anderson. Uh, so, so with Rosie, we're just using the, um, using the settings and just that control controlled exposure of trying to say okay you're outside for an hour and we're going down the street we try to make sure that the backyard is is secure yep um she's found a spot where she's trying to dig under the house because that's what she was doing at the at, at our old place right. as well so we've just sort of blocked that off with some with some pot plants and try and stop from getting in there yep. but trying to keep her routine the same you know, trying to take it for a walk um trying to give her a little bit of um, mental stimulation sit stay drop that sort of stuff yep. um anything else you reckon we could have tried to try to, to do, or anything else that you give people advice for when they're moving. I sometimes I like the
2: adaptable diffuser for the dogs. Okay, yeah, yeah or yeah. Ad, an adaptable collar. Yeah, that, right. It's like a pheromone that's um, that's that's produced by the females when they're lactating. Yep. and helps calm uh, the young puppies right, um, yep. when when they're little. But it also works well for adult dogs too. Yeah, So right. it comes in a collar form that you can uh, you put it around or a collar. That goes yes, around yeah. the neck. That's pretty <laughs> that's self-explanatory. Or a diffuser form, like a kind of like a air freshener or your ambi pure plug in the wall diffuser stuff so you can can use one of those uh, as well um i guess yeah it's a little bit uh, it's a little bit of a difficult situation because certainly with cats what i tend to prefer the owners do is is have the cats generally going to a boarding facility. During the period When um, When you're going to move Yeah yep. And my only reason Like that is Is because often You know Leading up to it The weeks before There's a lot of uh, Boxes and stuff That comes out And that can be Quite traumatic For some cats Obviously yeah. it's, it's a bit Individual Some cats just Don't even care Yeah But certainly with Olive If we get anything Out that indicates Maybe we're going Away for a weekend Yeah You know Maybe I get out i got out the swag To sleep out For the footy But didn't yes. end up Using it She was just it Started stressing her out She yeah, got right. Something's changing So often I say to owners It can be better For the cats to act go into boarding facility, you pack up all your boxes, you do all your stuff, you do your move and then you bring them out and into the new home which... Yeah. Yep, that might sound really stressful. It's a big change, but it's probably better than that sort of mid-level stress the whole time you're packing. Yeah, yeah. To eventually, then, yep, yeah, then we are sort of moving.
1: Well, I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what we do with with the cats. Perfect. You know? Good. So, so we've got our um, we've got the boarding at, at work. So, so, yeah, that's what co- it is. Yeah. So, on the because the other thing for us as well because we thought, well, hang on, if you know, when the moving guys are coming, you know, the doors are going to oh, be open, yes. the cats will take yes. off, and you know, then you could lose them. So, I, I usually recommend people yeah, that to people like so most people move at the end of the week yes. so I so say you know, bring them in middle of the week yep. keep them in over the weekend yep. so then that way you're not worried about them escaping you're not worried about oh my goodness it's key hand over time and where the hell's the cat oh no what's going on yep. um, that you know where they are that's a variable that you can control yep. Before then, taking them into the new place
2: exactly, and then uh, and then you know if they're in the cattery, you can start them on some zilkeen. Yes, uh, while they're in the cattery, you know about two days before you're going to actually uh, get, move into the new house, you can uh, if they're really worried about them, you can try something like gabapentin as well as yeah. medication. You Need to talk to your vet about that. But then there's also feliway as yeah. well, which is similar to adaptil. Uh, well, similar. I think you tripped
1: over our feliway uh, <laughs> a, 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 a feliway fell thing in the uh, in the sunroom the other day. I was
2: very impressed yeah. with having <laughs> it chugging away there. So so is I only different. put
1: that there for you, mate. You know? thank, yeah. you, thank you. Yeah, why wasn't it turned on? <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: and uh, So Feliway is a, is a pheromone for cats. It's actually produced um, from around their whiskers, around their sort of mouth area, and it creates a familiarity scent, yeah. essentially, or a pheromone in, in the environment. So it's so really, really good. And that comes in a diffuser form as well. So that's, that's really good for the cats. Um, and then when you bring them in the house, make sure you coat their feet with butter. Oh, good! Yeah, yeah, I did that. Yeah, coat them with. It. <laughs> I did that. I did that just just so that that way they can slip around on the uh, on the on the vinyl. You know what? When I first graduated as a vet, yeah, that was the advice I can remember. twenty years ago, that no was what way. The, yeah, I didn't know much about behaviour at all. That was what the vet nurse told people, and she t- taught me when you move house, put butter on their paws so they won't run away. Now I, don't, I wasn't sure if that's yeah the slipperiness like can't wow, run away. yeah <laughs> like yeah, just, yeah uh, I was going to say runner? yeah you just hear
1: the um the, the sound of it yeah
2: exactly the, the the spinning the spinning pause yeah yeah um or is it uh you know or, or is it the other possibility that um that oh, the spinning pause There you go well, that, that'll do that that's that's good that enough took me a minute yeah <laughs>
1: How's the day at the end there? And, th- and then they got a bit of a respiratory disease. They're a yeah. little bit hoarse afterwards. Yeah. Hey, come hey. on, oh, mate! Are uh. no, you ready for it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, mate, that's
2: definitely this one. Oh, thanks, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, uh, cue, cue the laugh track. That's that's a Scooby Doo style laugh track. That one, very nice. But I wasn't sure. Yeah, if that's they can't run away or they spend so long licking their pores to get the damn butter off of that they don't want to go anywhere. And they can't go Exhausted. anywhere. Exhaust
1: Exhausted. Yeah. Oh. oh, my tongue. Oh. And now I've got pancreatitis too <laughs> from eating you know, all this butter. I wish I had some bread that I could try and just, just wipe this bread. on. Bread. <laughs> Have you got
2: any Nutella?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah just, just maybe you could try Nutella. Butter, butter's not my favourite. Yeah, you could try Nutella. Ooh, not chocolate. It. No, it's got chocolate in it.
2: Try, well, yeah. Oh, chocolate. Yeah.
1: Peanut a butter spread. Peanut butter spread. You could do, yeah. Maybe, maybe some maybe some liver pate. <laughs> yeah, nice. why not? If you if you yeah. if you're around your two-rack village sort of stuff. Oh yeah some, yeah, some
2: really nice. Stuff. So no, don't use the butter. Don't, don't use the butter, the butter or butter. the that's pate. Like, a no, let's let rubbish. I've never yeah. heard about butter. Yeah. That was, that's really interesting. Yeah, so there you go. There's my behaviour. Start <laughs> <laughs> And a shout out to Vicky, my nurse. I used to. She taught me a lot.
1: Oh, excellent.
2: Probably not. It wasn't the best thing though. <laughs> taught me lots of other stuff though. Wow. Really learn a lot from your nurses. As yeah. you know, mate. So anyway, and um. Now, for the dogs, I reckon the dogs are a little bit independent, uh, Independent, uh, different for the dogs. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not a big fan of them going to kennels necessarily and coming back because I feel it can sometimes be a bit more tra- traumatic for a dog perhaps yeah. than, than a cat that seems to perhaps adjust a little bit better to those yeah. those changes. Um, whereas a dog, a dog tends to be more bonded with the owner and needs time to walking and sort of those yeah. interactions. It can be really good. If you've got someone who normally takes the dogs when you're on holidays. Ah yes. Yeah, to take the dog and then you do your packing and then bring the dog sort of back Just in. like
1: a day or something a day or two that they're just having a sleepover or something it, like that. Yeah. yeah. It,
2: exactly, yeah. And uh, but but yeah, then when when you bring him into the new home, um, you know, if uh, if you are meeting a new dog, perhaps you move into a house with which has already got a dog in it, yep. in it. I do like to say meet on neutral territory. Yes. Go to the park. Both of you playing a little bit separately in the park. Then sort of you're playing a bit closer together. Then both of
1: you swipe whatever way it is on Tinder and you meet up That might have been the way that their two owners got together in the first That's place. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, possibly. Across across yeah, the dance floor, you yeah, know, the strobing lights and you're both a little the, bit closer. Those and, are yeah. the days.
2: That doesn't happen doesn't today. It doesn't have any more perhaps. It's all on apps today, mate. Yeah.
1: Uh, so much easier. Oh no, yeah. it, it was. It was. What was what was awkward about just like tapping your foot and pretending you're dancing? <laughs> so oh, do you like this song? Yeah. No, I hate it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this place is lame. I really like it. Yeah, me too. Do you want to go yeah. to the Pink
2: Pelican across the road? Yeah. <laughs> From the 21st century dance club in Frankston. Shout out to our Frankston List.
1: Yeah, yeah, the uh, the rotating dance floor. Yeah, yeah. your neck of the woods, isn't it? Oh, mate? it is, mate. That's my hood. Yeah. It's my hood, the Grand Hotel across the road from that. Right. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Had, the, you had the Grand the Grand, 21st century, Davies, and then Kittens. Yeah. Oh k- geez, see kittens wasn't there when I went there, mate. No. That was that's that's new. It was the Pink Pelican.
2: 21st century Must have been the grand Oh that was yeah, da- Davies Yeah it was the pink belly Yeah yeah Right yeah, yeah. And then uh, and then no, I think there was nothing Where the, no, the there where was Kittens a, is now Um well, oh, there k- might k- have been kittens, A bar there
1: Kittens isn't there anymore. It was a bar yeah. And I can't remember What the bar was called But then it was Kittens and then it was something else. It was
2: like for the Peninsula, that was the go-to. That was well, the big corner. Well, it
1: was actually the, the only corner in the Southern Hemisphere where all four were covered in yes, pubs. that's it. And of course yes. it was going to be framed. Yes. it was a big place. It was yeah. happening, it was pumping. Uh, anyway, so yeah, listeners who've <laughs> wanted to
2: hear <see> about <laughs> dog <laughs> behaviour, we're now talking nightclubs. Yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, and yeah, bring, uh, so you're meeting the dogs in the park uh, together, and then they walk home together and they yeah. go, go, hopefully, go, go into home uh, environment. But but if you just bring the one, one dog back, oh, look, I think you've done the right things, mate. You know, you make sure the backyard's secure trying to keep routine, yeah. really sort of um, as, as, uh, as normal. As routined as possible. Yeah, exactly. As routine as routine can be. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and and the walks and give them the fun things to do. Um, and the cats, when you, when you bring the cats in, just uh, confine them to a small area first. Yeah. Small area, litter tray, food, water, you know, not letting them outside. And you gradually open up the house as they seem comfortable. Yeah. So you put them in a new room, obviously they'll explore that room, that... Some cats that might take a day or so yeah. Some cats it might be five minutes And they're just chilling on their bed yeah. Then you might j- gradually open up the house for them So they can gradually I- explore it And then when they seem comfortable in the house Then you might let them outside Maybe supervise a little bit yeah. um, If you want to let them outside um, Watch them And and, and eventually they'll, they'll sort of you know, uh, adjust to Acclimatise to that Exactly yeah. that, That's individual as well That might take a few days Might take a week You know, yeah. It's really hard to
1: know Yeah we started doing that with Melvin yesterday We started letting him out Because um, I, I said to the kids That we'll only let him out at the time Just before it's due for dinner. Perfect. So then that way they go out, then they come in and they remember, no, this is where we eat. Perfect. This is where we eat. And and that
2: might be a good thing as well. Like dinner time might be the time when you feed something really tasty. Yes. So you might move house and it might be the tuna comes at dinner time. We're really loving the tuna, you know, have that routine at six o'clock. So then, yeah, when you do let us out, exactly like you said, you let us out at five, you know that, yeah, we're going to be uh, hooking for that tuna. Sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting for when it's time to come in.
1: Exactly. Spot on, mate. Fantastic. And so the cats, you think coping okay? Um, uh, they seem to be going well yeah they're having a little bit of crazy time last night running around the house and That's things okay. but um uh, and Parker's um. He's been um, yeah, again close your ears, landlords. Um, he's been having a little bit of a scratch on the <laughs> the, the four, forty year old, you know, um, yeah, pink carpet, uh, which is okay. But well, I got some of the the pink f- carpet. Yeah, we got some of the fell away um, uh, scratching post oh, yeah, stuff. Yes, so I'm going to be giving that a crack as well. Yeah. So I'm going to get got to get him a little scratching post today and and put that near where he's scratching. I'm going to put some of this stuff on there and see whether or not he likes to dig that.
2: Yeah, right. And he, has he been doing any um, any uh, on the floor at all? No, no, no. no yeah. that, that's been
1: the kids. Oh. To, 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 to Camille and Ruben. Yeah.
2: <laughs> good, mate, because no. if the landlord was listening, that's probably not so good.
1: No, 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 no. We're, we're, we're so far being been all good with that. So, yeah, we've got their two litter trays and they're happy happy using that. And so. that's a
2: really common thing when cats get stressed is they may start marking their territory as well. So they yeah. can be silent or missing the litter tray yeah. or urinating, inappropriate r- urination, as we call it, going in the wrong spot. Yes, yeah. Um, so really be aware of that. Yes. The, the cat's not in being spiteful and saying... Why did you move me houses? Why are you doing this Damn to me? Damn you! Damn you all to hell! It, exactly. Yeah. It's actually their
1: their sweet way of communicating that I'm a little bit stressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just by pick up my stress aroma. That's right. Feel of the urea. Feel the aura. The yeah. Feel <laughs> the aura.
2: My my, my third chakra my is sh- out I was, of alignment. Gonna, I was
1: just going to say my, sh- my my chakras are out. <laughs>
2: and welcome to Two Vets Talk Chakras.
1: <laughs> what, a, what a
2: way to finish off. What a short podcast will be. <laughs> talk circles or meridians,
0: meridians, meridians
2: yes. as well. Yeah, yes, like where the um the equator and stuff and the meridian. Yeah,
1: yeah, is that it? I think so. Yeah. Or, I thought the Meridian was a hotel in the, in the city <laughs> hotel chain
2: <laughs> that I can't afford to stay at. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but if you'd like to help us stay at the Meridian. Yeah, you know, why not jump on to Patreon? Uh, search for us, Two Vets Talk Pets. Uh, oh yeah! See, yeah, yeah. Segway, segways, yeah, and not just two stuff, wheel mate. things for getting around uh, the Amazon factory. That's gold. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> so if you if you'd like to support more of this um, more of this madness, <laughs> Amazon then, factory. Uh, hey, thank, thank you me. very much. Yep, yep. Uh, if you'd like to support this madness, so you go to Patreon. Send us an email, Two Vets Talk Pets at gmail.com. Um, if you've got a question, we had. Um, I've had a few people that have been, uh, you know, sort of. Interested in the things we we're talking about with the uh, the insurance stuff last week? So if you've got any questions that you want to sort of specifically put to us, um, yeah, send us through an email and we'll uh, we'll have a chat about it's it. A, been
2: a, it's a hot button topic, you know. It's, Absolutely. When I'm um, finished doing the the editing for the legals for the
1: thirteenth, the, re, the, re, the re-edit, the re-edit oh, of the edit of the edits, edit. Oh my god!
2: Episode seventy nine. The last four. There's weeks. going to
1: be a Kubrick-esque uh, director's cut come out in twenty years time. <laughs>
2: If we if we played the whole thing without any editing, it would go for four hours.
1: <laughs> yeah, remember the um, you know, after we'd finished it, then we went out and we had um, Christina had bought the chicken and chips. So around there we just going oh, we're just going to try and eat some chips, <laughs> yes. so, so we could do the rest of the podcast. And then we started doing the podcast, and then we realised that we <laughs> were running out of memory. That's the reason <laughs> we talk so fast. We're said, right. See you later. Thanks for oh, That's it, bye. Bye. <laughs>
2: Oh, but uh, yeah, no. If, if I, yeah, yeah. If, if we do another insurance one, I hopefully, won't be editing it. No, no, all no. week. Just leave it as is. And the next week, yeah, and the week and after the week, that. and still going. And then go back for another crack. But, yeah, but, but anyway, hopefully, he got something from it. Absolutely, and yeah, yeah, we have had lots of questions. So if you have got any questions on insurance, certainly let us know. Now, next week, I am going to be talking about these. Uh, Have you seen there's a new National Geographic TV show called Wild Dog Impossible? No. No, I haven't either. Right. No, no idea. But uh, I watched one little YouTube clip on it last night. Yeah. I think it might be big in America, perhaps, but I guess people have got that expensive pay 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 TV TV stuff. Yeah, yeah. uh, Fox, I don't know what it is. Overseas on the National Geographic, there's a Wild Dog Impossible guy. Um, like I said, watched a bit on the YouTube. wasn't very impressed about.
1: Oh, it. we're going to we're going to take him to task, yes, are we? And
2: I've got an open letter that I'm going to read on the podcast from wow. the International Association of Animal Behavior Consultants. Wow, about that particular show, and the big concern is it's it's another season Milan. Oh, esque show. Sort of. Wow. So we're um, gonna, we're
1: going to blow this guy up like a Yarm semen factory. <laughs> Oh, where's the. P- where's the thing? Yeah, I opened my slow. mouth, mate. you got to be ready to oh, yeah. go. Do, your try, your do you want foot? me to do it again? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there we go. I'll edit, I'll edit it in. Oh, you'll mate. edit it in? Yeah, yeah. That'll be seamless then. Yeah, yeah, that, that'll yeah. be the 13th edit, like the yeah. Pet Shaw one. Yeah, I'll be yeah. editing until the cows come home. Ah. No. <laughs> <laughs> the cat better start working because they've got an entire empty factory there they need to try and refill up again.
2: Yes, that's all right. Yeah, I
1: know. He'd be a busy bull, wouldn't he? Busy boy. So like, geez, I was just hoping to have a rest, rest over winter. Yeah, yeah. Can't can we just have a cuddle and watch <laughs> watch, watch a bit Netflix Let and chill? chill. Watch, watch a bit of Netflix and chill. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Alrighty, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hitting up a
2: big a uh, little bit of a hot up hot hot button one on that. Nice, so. let's
1: get some controversy going again, Lewis. Exactly,
2: that's what we need. Alrighty, guys, happy birthday, Robbie. Hey, happy birthday, mate. mate. We'll scratch you later. later.
0: Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie to chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions. Search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter